That's exactly what these motherfuckers are doing. They're taking us to the point of no return. It's fucking ridiculous is what it is. Good evening. It is December 31st, 2020. New Year's Eve. Well, it's probably really not New Year's Eve when I'm recording this, but I'm going to publish it on New Year's Eve, so I got to pretend, you know. I decided to turn the heater off for this episode, but I wanted to read another blog post from Viable Opposition. It has been a while, and uh, this one is entitled... Wait, did I lose it? I'm a son of a bitch, man. I'm never prepared for this. I actually just jumped back to another blog post. So let's go to an older post. I probably just went too far. Here we go. This blog was posted December 22nd, 2020. It's entitled The Biderman Chart of Coercion, a Roadmap for Government Coercion During the COVID-19 Pandemic. And as we enter the new year, it's going to become plainly obvious to more and more people what's going on. But by then, it'll be too late. Because more and more people are willing to raise their sleeves and put their lives at risk. And not only their lives, but the lives of others. They don't realize. See, they think that they're being altruistic by raising their sleeve and getting this uh, untested virus uh, inoculation. They're really just, they're just doing a great disservice to the rest of us who actually want to think for ourselves and exercise our rights to inform consent. So it's going to be an us versus them. Because when the powers that be don't give them their lives back, which they think that they're going to get once they raise their sleeve, they're going to turn around and blame us. Us who know better, who want to live our lives and have been living under this regime change since the start of this year. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's going to be a shit show. I wish I could say, hey, you know, it's going to be a beautiful year. But it's going to be a shit show, people. But that's why I'm here. Because, you know what? I'm used to shit shows. And, and, and in the midst of any shit show, I'm here to tell you that you can still be okay. It's possible. Believe me, I've lived through some shit shows. And after a while, it doesn't even hurt anymore. You might even start to like it. All right, so back in 1956, Dr. Alfred D. Biderman created a report that was delivered on November 13, 1956 to a combined meeting of the Section on Neurology and Psychiatry within the New York Neurological Society. The presentation was part of a panel discussion on the communist methods of interrogation and uh, indoctrination and covers the brainwashing techniques used by the North Koreans and Chinese on captured American pilots. Now, we're going back to 1956. That's a long time ago. So here is the title page of what has become known as the Biderman Report, which coincidentally appears on the National Institutes for Health website. So he actually has the page, and I'm going to enlarge it. It's one page. Um... It's only the first page, and it's entitled Communist Attempts to Elicit False Confessions from Air Force Prisoners of War. Uh, Albert D. Biderman, M.A., Office for Social Science Programs, Air Force Personnel and Training Research Center, Air Research and Development Command, Maxwell Air Force Base, Alabama. 
the United States Air Force has expended considerable, considerable effort to get a full, accurate, and meaningful account of what happened to its personnel who are captured in Korea. I have been associated with these studies since their beginnings three years ago. Because we believe the experiences of our returned prisoners of war can tell us much about the nature of a potential enemy, about the soldier and airman, and about man, generally, these studies are continuing. Of the 235 Air Force men who were returned by the Chinese Communists after the Korean armistice, two years after, in the case of 15 of these men, about half had some direct personal experience with communist attempts to extort false confessions. We know one airman died during such an attempt. There may have been others. The attempts made against these men for reasons for these the reasons for these attempts and the reactions of the men themselves compromise a very involved series of stories. The record of each of the long interviews conducted with these men after their return would engross you, I am sure. Almost all of these exciting stories of individual heroism and persistence, almost all are exciting stories of individual heroism and persistence. There is an almost unmatched drama in these airmen's efforts to protect principles, dignity, and self-respect with only their inner resources to sustain them. A few of the stories do not have completely happy endings and all of them reveal something about human imperfection. Our objective here is science, however, not drama. Therefore, I won't attempt what in any event I could probably not do well. That is to relate in the space of a few minutes the meaning of these experiences. I'm assuming it it, it finishes off saying experiment, uh, experiences. Um, so basically... We're going to go back. Oh, did I lose? I'm just batting a thousand today. Uh, I thought I lost that. So that's that's the first page. I, I lost the fucking article again. I'm the worst. And he has underneath that a chart known as the Biderman chart of coercion. From the report showing the coercive methods used by the communists for, quote, eliciting individual compliance, end quote. Okay, so I guess this is what they derived from interviewing all these airmen. And it's a chart that has three columns. It's entitled Chart 1, Communist Coercive Methods for Eliciting Individual Compliance. Three columns. On the left-hand side, lists the general method of the coercive you know, communist coercion, right? So on the left-hand side, the left, the first column, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It lists eight general methods. So we will go through the, each of those eight general methods of coercion. Uh, the second column is the effects of the method. And the third column are the variants of how they I suppose, how they intend to relay this message or to make sure that this message is most effective and obviously takes. So, again, this is the communist coercive methods for eliciting individual compliance. General method number one, isolation. And this is going to sound very familiar, so this is very relevant. Uh, Viable Opposition is a great blog, and uh, we're going to see the, the relevance of what's being done to us today with these lockdowns. That this is not, again, my 
all my podcasts, I've mentioned this once a month in the summer, in the, the spring. This is, this is straight out of the CCP playbook. I said this in the spring. And, uh, I don't want to get off subject, but was it yesterday morning, this morning, I heard something about, like, the FAA approved drones. Just drones now. Okay, for, like, deliveries and... This is it. This is it, people. Um, so we have the eight different methods. Let's go over the first one. This is going to be very familiar to you. Is isolation. The effects of isolation. The purpose of isolation. Deprive victim of all social support. Of his ability to resist. So your social support, right? Isolation. What did they do for the lockdowns? They isolated us. They shut everything down so we wouldn't mingle. Keep six feet apart. It's all part of the coercion. Okay, so what else? Isolation. Develops an intense concern with self. So I guess as people become more isolated, they become more concerned with themselves. And I guess it makes sense, right? Because now everybody's rolling over like, oh my God, you know, uh, you have to protect me. Wear your mask. You're, you're, you're not, you're not, you're... To think that somebody is not wearing their mask is a threat to you is, is, how would you say, it's very self-absorbed and it's very short-sighted. But that comes into play here with an intense concern with self because when you're in isolation, it's all about you, right? Mostly. Uh, Makes victim dependent on interrogator. So basically if a person's in prisoner of war or lockdown the only person they're going to interact with is their interrogator sooner or later they're going to start to develop a bond with that interrogator it's just human nature the variance of isolation effects complete solitary confinement i was just going to mention solitary confinement you think about that there are some prisoners that are in solitary confinement 23 hours supposedly 23 out of 24 hours a day and some are just so dangerous they can't even let them out really you know, it's just crazy shit that goes on in this world. Um, complete isolation, semi-isolation, and group group isolation. I guess that's pretty much what we went through is group isolation, I think. Because, you know, we weren't completely isolated. People who live with people and families and stuff that weren't completely isolated. But as groups, families, yes, group isolation people were isolated. Makes sense. General method number two. Monopolization of perception. Now, w- w- I didn't even... F- finish reading this what does that say to you monopolization of perception media that's what screams out at me monopolization of of perception you have every fucking channel on the television every radio airway basically telling you the same shit what are they doing they're monopolizing your perception communist coercive method number two the effects fixes attention upon immediate predicament Yes, coronavirus, coronavirus. Nothing about the economy. Nothing about long-term effects. Nothing about the fact that everything is shutting down around you. Oh, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. Coronavirus. Fucking idiots. Fosters introspection. I don't know what people are introspecting about. But yeah, people... It is fostering introspection. And you know what? That's why a lot of people are crumbling. Because people are forced to be alone and look at themselves and think about it. See, I don't mind this shit. I've done this my whole fucking life. That's what happens when you're a 
trauma survivor, you, you're kind of forced. So for me, I was forced to constantly, constantly try to figure shit out because I didn't understand why I was the way I was and what was created inside me through all these experiences and how it just sets me apart in my perspective and understanding of, of the world, just people. Um, number two, monopolization of perception eliminates stimuli competing with those controlled by captor. Right? So they basically, they eliminate, it's, what are they doing? What's, what is that? They're eliminating stimuli competing with those controlled by the captor. You know what that reminds me of? All of the social media purging of YouTube purging, Twitter purging of all these truther channels getting deplatformed, demonetized right fucking here number two communist coercive method they have eliminated stimuli competing with those controlled by the captor who is your captor google youtube mainstream fucking media they are your captor not your if you're awake and you listen to me but the captor for most of our peers the majority of the americans in the world i mean you know that that's that's a fucked up shit because in other countries, they're lighting shit, shit up, anti-lockdown protest. I don't hear a fucking thing. But then again, that's how they eliminate. They're eliminating the stimuli, stimuli competing. That's the competing stimuli. They don't want us out there fucking firebombing shit. They're eliminating that stimuli. They're not even trying to put that shit in your head. They're like, nope, nope, nope. Wait for the vaccine, people. We got it. Your vaccine's here, and it's going to save the day. It's unfucking real. Third portion of monopolization of perception under effects is frustrates all actions not consistent with compliance. And and you know, we, we see what's happening. They're fining people, right? They're not complying, so they're frustrating these people. They're not people are opening their businesses here in New York City, New York State, because they're desperate. They don't wanna lose everything over this bullshit we're all adults we have decisions to make in our own lives this decision that they're making and their decision is being frustrated because not only are they bleeding out now they're being fined this is your captor this is part of the coercion yes oh yes we understand you need to feed your family here's a fucking fine for 50,000 and don't forget who's boss your communist captors are here they are here already and it's in the guise of our governor and our fucking mayor i just want you both to suffer the variants of monopolization of perception physical isolation darkness or bright light barren environment restricted movement monotonous food so that's like a prison environment physical isolation okay we know this what corona is doing I don't know about the darkness or bright light. Yeah, like when you're hardcore locked down. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it breaks people to see 24-hour light or 24-hour darkness. It fucks people up. It, it messes with your internal clock. And, and it can understandably make people more suggestive or, or willing uh, to acquiesce or, or just to crumble. I've gone through periods of, of, of non-sleep. And it's actually kind of fun for me. Uh, so I'll go like 36 hours, sometimes 24 to 36 hours without sleeping. And I, I kind of push it. <laughs> I got to stop doing shit like that. But um, I could see how people who aren't used to that would have difficulty navigating it. And uh, how they would be more susceptible 
to uh, outside influences and ideas. And uh, yeah, it kind of opens the portal to your mind. I guess for me, like when I do that, 24 hours and 36 hours, uh, the portal, the portals are open. Number three, induced debilitation and exhaustion. There you go. Leading to having not slept for a long extended period of time. I'm reading this for the first time right now. So this is number three under communist coercive method. Uh, the effect of induced debilitation and exhaustion is to weaken mental and physical ability to resist. I just said that. I literally am just, just reading this for the first time with you guys. Um, so, see, I know. I know about this shit. Variants, uh, semi-starvation, exposure, exploitation of wounds, induced illness. Now you're, you're talking like you're physically fucking people up now and you're and you're putting their nervous system in high alert. When your nervous system, believe me, like I've had PTSD... Your nervous system is on high alert. There's nothing worse than having an over-amplified nervous system where you're a constant fight mode. Um, It's just, yeah, or or just trigger mode or just hypersensitive to your environment or noises. It's exhausting. And, um, yeah, given given the uh, people, people definitely, people definitely, uh, people who aren't used to that, being put through that again we're talking about air Air force pilots so these dudes these guys were strong i mean i'm I'm sure a lot of them made it through and and they're even stronger for 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 doing so and this is amazing information that they were able to relay uh and bring back to us because it's just it's just so prophetic okay so semi-starvation which they're gonna do right uh we're gonna start having food shortages exposure uh what does exposure mean i don't know exposure to economic distress exposure to uh uh environmental stressors we don't know because they got all sorts of shit in the air and the water they're just fucking with us all around exploitation of wounds induced illness sleep deprivation you got it baby sleep deprivation prolonged constraint prolonged interrogation or forced writing over exertion that so that was number three uh induced debilitation exhaustion so those are all very very uh, specific variants to induce that and that's to weaken you mentally and physically so so let's just go over really quick the three general methods out of eight isolation monopolization of perception induced debilitation exhaustion and how those effects basically have lined up with what we're dealing with right now as a populace here in the globe but especially in the united states uh number four. Oh, here we go going back to new york threats cultivates anxiety and despair so the effect of the threat is basically to break people down anxiety and despair people are so scared to go out and take off their masks and live their lives because they're scared of the the threat the threat of the corona and then the people who aren't fucking afraid of the corona and just want to live their lives freely well they're going to be getting threatened by what their financial ruin uh, so, or, or, or bigger fine. Oh, you, you, you're starving. You can't feed your family. Well, we're going to make sure you're really fucking hurt. Now we're going to drop a fine on you and, uh, cultivate anxiety and despair. Absolutely. Okay. So the variants of the threats, uh, to cultivate anxiety and despair are threats of death, threats of non repatriation. Oh, these were air force pilots. So they'd be like, yo, you know, you're not getting back in. Cause now, you know, we got you. Because they were captured over in Korea, so they were like, "Yeah, no, you're not. They're not taking you back. You're 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 damaged goods." Um, hmm. Let's see how that plays into the Corona thing. Non-repatriation. Okay, threats of death, 
Corona's going to kill you. Threats of non-repatriation. Well, if you don't get the vaccine, you can't integrate into normal life. Threats of endless isolation and interrogation. Endless isolation, again, you don't get the vaccine, you don't comply, well, you can't come out of your house. You can't interact with the rest of us. Uh, Vague threats, we don't know. Vague threats can be anything and everything at this point. Threats against family, yes, you don't want to be that person to infect your family and kill them all because you were careless and didn't wear your mask or you were uh, a coward and didn't didn't get the vaccine. Mysterious changes of treatment yeah well we're gonna have all different types of vaccines now we, we don't have treatment but we got this vaccine and that vaccine and then we're gonna switch this up on you so people who think that they're getting people who are getting the vaccines right now and i just heard like two or three days ago there was a 103 year old woman in new jersey like one of the first resident residents of a nursing home got the vaccine 103 are you fucking kidding me like the woman lived to be 103 she doesn't need your vaccine now they probably ended up killing her like i really need to know where this woman is now if she's safe because that's really fucked up and for her or her family to eat this just this just shows goes to show you how fucking ludicrous and absolute stupidity oh hey 103 year old lady god why this bitch lived past everything without a shot this bitch doesn't have a fraction of the fucking vaccines that they've been shoving in our arms since what the 60s this bitch is quite okay she doesn't need your shot how about i want to know like when this lady passed away oh she died of natural causes yeah all right all right so we're talking about changes of treatment here these people you don't think that the first responders are going to get a different version than the nursing home residents then the uh, uh all these all these stars and all, not even stars these fucking politicians up there with their fake cap yeah you know i got my shot they're not, they're not getting jack shit but they're gonna be different variants of the treatment quote unquote and what is that treatment gonna be that's gonna be the vaccines that's why they popped so many billions they're gonna be different variants mysterious changes of treatment and those changes of treatment of those vaccines it's just going to be another experiment variant it's just going to be another thing that they're just trying to fucking watch play out in our population it's sick and fucked up and twisted and people are just so dumb i got three more so while reviewing this i just realized i actually did skip five number five occasional indulgences provides positive motivation for compliance hinders adjustment to deprivation so the positive motivation for compliance Oh, you get your life back, right? Uh, if you comply, you get to work, you get to shop, you get to do, you wear a mask, uh, you social distance. Well, you know, you're, then you're a good guy. Uh, okay. And under variants for occasional indulgences, we have occasional favors, fluctuations of interrogators, attitudes. So yeah, you know, Cuomo has a good day. Cuomo has a bad day. Maybe they want school open. Maybe they want to give 25% capacity. Maybe they want to lock us down. Maybe they don't, you know. It, it, it all depends on, on, on his mood. Promises rewards are partial compliance. And again, uh, partial compliance. I don't know. What's partial compliance? Who the fuck knows? Uh, and tantalizing. So that is number five. There are three more. Six, seven, and eight. After this, thanks for sticking with me. So dumb. I got three more. Six. Demonstrating omnipotence and um. Omniscience? Um, omnipotence and omniscience. Um, I'm not reading that right for some reason. Okay, so that's number six method 
of communist coercive me method is to demonstrate okay so i know everything i know everything and i have i'm all authoritative right all of these health experts fauci all these motherfuckers they're so they they know it all and they know the future right because that's this is because they're the experts okay so and then they just like you know what they suggest the futility of resistance and here in new york where you have cuomo hardball well, hard like people coming down and dropping the hammer on the local businesses who are trying to defy these orders uh here just like you know what that's that's exactly what he's trying to do to demonstrating in order to get these people you know feel like you know what we we, we, we don't even want to resist anymore all right so that's number six and how they do that is through confrontations, pretending cooperation. Now you got you got people in New York, uh, Department of Health, undercover, going into businesses and watching which patrons are coming in without masks and so on and so forth, uh, with the purpose of basically citing. But you know they're coming in and quote pretending to cooperate. They're coming in as customers. They're undercover. They're gonna buy the beverage from the coffee house sit down and take notes for a couple of hours they're co pretending to cooperate but really the whole purpose of the operation is to say you know what you know you you can't have these people you can't allow these people to come in here without masks and they're gonna say you know what? It, it's just they, they they're just gonna be so such such hard asses on these businesses that they're, they're, they're gonna be forced they're gonna be like no we can't let anybody in here now without a mask um taken for granted demonstrating complete control over victims fate and that's exactly what they've done here and uh definitely in new york more you know, throughout the country different governors have been doing that and they have absolutely have demonstrated complete control over us the people we the victims fate right they shut everything fucking down man we're not allowed to go into stores here in new york without a fucking mask they're demonstrating their complete control over our fate. And not only they, this is the thing. Because they're telling you you're doing it to protect others. But meanwhile, we're setting, they're setting us up for failure. And they know this. They know this. There's people who are coming down with bacterial pneumonia because they're walking around with cloth masks. They're not washing the masks. They're reusing masks. You're breathing in these fibers. We don't know where the fuck these masks are coming from. We haven't the slightest idea what they're treated with. And it's fair. And where are they coming from? <laughs> a communist country. But they have complete control, right? That they could tell you, yeah, you, you have to do this, even though it's more detrimental to you than this fucking virus. They have complete control already. Number seven, degradation. Makes costs of resistance appear more damaging to self-esteem than capitu capitulation. Makes costs of resistance appear more damaging to self-esteem than capitulation reduces prisoner to quote animal level concerns degradation degradation animal level concerns and uh resistance it's gonna be worse for me to resist uh than to just you know go along with the flow right so oh now they're getting real but they're getting real nasty about this personal hygiene prevented filthy infested surroundings well you have that in the streets of new york city right uh they haven't prevented anybody's personal hygiene yet but they do people wait on lines very long lines to go to the stores and get their toiletries so i mean 
that's not being prevented, but we do know that rats have made a comeback here. <laughs> I'm not in New York City, but rats have made a comeback all over. <laughs> Far and wide, they're out and about. Uh, they're not cleaning up the garbages. Uh, so yeah, the surroundings are starting to get filthy and infested. Uh, demeaning punishments, insults and taunts, denial of privacy. What's the denial of privacy? Well, they've installed apps in our phone. Uh, they're gonna have, soon going to be deploying drones. Uh, everybody wants to know you're you positive. Uh, what's your temperature? That's, the fuck, who the fuck are you? That's my private medical information, right? Isn't it a HIPAA Health Information Portability Act? An Accountability Act? Yeah, but everybody needs to know my status, corona positive, negative, and what my temperature is. Get the fuck out of here. All right? Denial of privacy. So that was under degradation number seven. And the last, number eight. Enforcing trivial demands. Trivial demands. What are these weird trivial demands? Does that sound familiar? Depend, develops habit of compliance. Trivial demands. What are those trivial demands? I got everybody behind plastic. I got to take some pictures and post them on my Twitter. And this has been going on for a while. But it's just like, at this point, it's like every place I go. Like, I went to these gas stations at the beginning. And they fucking had, like, plastic garbage tarps up. And these these tellers, man, you go pay for gas and shit. And yeah, I go inside. They're fucking behind sheets of plastic. I'm like, what is going on here? And now, but now, you know, they upgraded. I haven't been to that place in a while. So it was a couple months later. I'm like, oh, oh, no more sheets of plastic. We actually have, like, you know, people, there are plastic companies making these shields. Like, they have deployed this, at least region-wide. Yeah. It develops the habit of compliance. Six feet, all the decals on the floor. Like, how quick? They were so quick to just fucking deploy at least in the post office, they got their plastic early. Gas stations, I guess they were the last on the list. But everybody had the fucking decals on the floor. Six feet apart, six feet apart. Again, develops a habit of compliance. Everybody had to wear mask, executive order, mask wear, wear a mask. I'm, you know what? I don't know. I'm going to have to start fucking with people because I'm getting tired of this mask shit. Uh, but I have been complying. But it's really, you know, I, I, I'm tired. My skin is starting to break out. And, uh, you know, that's where I fucking draw the line. All right. So... And the variant of enforcing trivial demands is forced writing enforcement of minute rules. Yeah, I mean, what is it? Not here, but uh, yeah, you got 311 snitch lines for people uh, not properly socially distancing and wearing masks inside vicinities, or if somebody's having a house party, you call 311 and we'll send the police. Like, get the fuck out of here. Enforcement of minute rules. These, even, these aren't even laws. And meanwhile, there are people getting thrown into fucking subway platforms, stabbed, shot. Uh, you had a group of kids, I forgot, I don't know, first avenue, some shit like that, but, but like, like 40 something kids on bikes smashing windshields. Yeah. But you're worried about these fucking people not wearing masks on a boat. Or, 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 or the, 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 the Metro North. Like, get the fuck out of here. And these cops, shame on them. They, they know better. They know better than this. All right, so that was the list there of those communist methods of coercion. Those are eight, eight different methods, which are frighteningly uh, <laughs> exactly what we are dealing with. And... Uh, 
I basically read what was in the blog, and uh, that's it. So I'm just going to read the final paragraph here. Oh, and so he goes over his his assessment, too, uh, which is basically what I said. Uh, you know, it's just reinforcing what's being said. So I can go over that maybe in, like, another five minutes. I apologize. This is getting long. Uh, so... I'm just reading this for the first time. I didn't even get to get to this part. I just opened up the coercion list and just started basically commenting on the coercion list. And this is his version, uh, his take on that very same list I just read to you. And so he says, I'm wondering if any of my readers would happen to think that some of these techniques sound familiar. Let's look at each of these techniques in turn and summarize the methods being used by governments around the world during the COVID-19 pandemic. Number one, isolation, social distancing, physical distancing, quarantines at home and in other facilities, semi-isolation from elderly family members, lack of physical contact with loved ones, lack of ability to attend funerals and weddings. Number two, monopolization of perception, general restriction of all movement, prevent social gatherings including church, meetings, sporting events, concerts, complete control of the mainstream media and its coverage of the COVID-19 pandemic. Number three, Induced debilitation, exhaustion, stay-at-home orders, exercising, and socializing is banned, exposed to 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week negative media coverage. I, I said that. Induced debilitation, exhaustion. Well, uh, actually, I said that under monopolization of perception. Um, number four, threats. Threats of fines and or imprisonment for breached emergency order laws, threatened to close businesses, threatened shuttering of all travel, threatened mandatory vaccines, heavy-handed use of police to enforce laws created under emergency orders. Number five, I, I think he was much more thorough than I was. <laughs> Number five, occasional indulgences. Some intermittent reopening of stores and restaurants. I didn't see number five. Occasional indulgences. Did I skip over five? Or did, I just forgot that I read it. Some intermittent reopening of stores and restaurants under strict rules regarding social distancing capacities increase the number of people that are allowed to meet in homes, churches, long-term care centers allow small weddings and funerals. Demonstrating omnipotence and omniscience. Forced dependency on government handouts because of massive unemployment levels related to shuttering of the economy. Develop surveillance techniques to ensure that social distancing and quarantine rules are being adhered to. Float trial balloons about the need for government-mandated universal basic income. Use of social media to ensure that only the pro-vaccine narrative receives coverage while all other theories are considered fake news. 7. Degradation. Humiliate people who refuse to wear masks, social distance, or accept vaccinations. Force people to walk in certain direction in public places and stand in certain places when eating in line. Force people to wait in line to assess access goods and services. Number 8. Enforcing trivial demands. Family members must not be in close contact with each other. Suggesting like wearing a mask or using glory holes while having sex, which there was a, a politician in fucking California, I think they put out. Yeah, use a glory hole. <laughs> Wear a mask while fucking. <laughs> What's wrong with these people? Like, do people not understand how absolutely ludicrous this whole fucking thing is? Like, wh when does it become real and apparent to people? Like, not when they tell you that glory holes were safe. I I just don't fucking and that and that's the thing. Okay, so I'm I'm, I'm I have nothing against trannies. I happen to have a very nice 
former co-worker who was a tranny and he was very nice but he wasn't you know like a militant tranny like i listen all right let let, let me not go there but these health quote-unquote health officials are dudes dressed up as females and it just doesn't seem too far off the mark that they would suggest that glory holes are okay it just you know i don't know there's just something about that that just kind of makes sense i guess to me it, it's it's just ludicrous uh so enforcing trivial demands right family members must not be in close contact with each other uh you know use a glory hole while having sex force people to wear masks while in their own home while at the same time government officials don't obey their own proclamations it's very clear that governments intentionally or unintentionally are following every aspect of the biderman chart of coercion during the covid 19 pandemic in an effort to control our every behavior and force us to become willing automatons who cannot think for ourselves while those who are quote in charge cherry pick the rules that they wish to follow because after all they are both omnipotent and omniscient and they're not it's just that people are too stupid to see this and it's clear as fucking day the biterman chart of coercion our governors our world leaders are using a fucking blueprint communist coercive methods under the guise of a pandemic to bring in their new world order wake up people wake 